0: welcome to episode 84 of Rona Geek Official Podcast. This is Alex Austin. Remotely, I have with me today,
1: Plevian Quarantine Adam
2: (laughs) and just Rob.
1: (laughs) Just Quarantine Rob or just
0: Rob? No, just Rob. (laughs) So we are still socially distancing from one another. I mean, they're they're infected with many things. Uh, COVID-19 is not one of them as far as I know. Uh, So we're just keeping them out of the house for right now.
2: <laughs> actually, uh, actually, it turns out that a uh, good chance that I actually have it.
1: <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we, I'm were, perfectly we were okay with you being away from me right now.
0: <laughs> we were in Florida, like just... when it was being basically in the middle of transmission time. But I, when, when we came back, like we ended up getting a cold that I think came from uh, my sister in law's family. They kind of ripped through the house, but I, I don't think we had the COVID. Uh, it just seemed like a regular mm-hmm. old cold to me. When we had it. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Anything could be going on here. But yeah, potentially you guys had it because we were there during the time of transmission. And uh, I would guess Hollywood oh, no, Studios uh Galaxy's Edge was probably like ground zero
1: for uh for transmission. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all of Sith plan.
0: Oh yeah. Sith
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was.
0: This is just part of the experience, Rob, that you just lived through. Yeah yeah exactly yeah it's wild what's going on out there obviously uh we're all still holed up inside uh i have been out like a couple times like i've been to a couple parks like just to do like trails and stuff and uh, and i've been to the grocery store once and amanda has gone to the grocery store a few times so we haven't really been out all that much still still living in uh in, uh, in general isolation uh, getting a lot of games played i'm back into orno real heavy trying to hit tier 10 because those uh tier 10 evolutions came out which is pretty how can sweet. you do
1: that you're just sitting in one place
0: uh, oh raids, kingdom raids Yeah yeah the raids are netting quite a bit of uh, XP So you can you can still sit there and grind And a lot of people do um, But like I have like half as many enemy kills As other people at the same level as me Because I tend to do a lot of raiding Because uh, just the the grinding I, I do so many games where I grind I just didn't feel like this being one of them So I prefer to do the raids in Orna Because I have the option And uh, it's working out pretty well for me so far So let's see. I guess this will be a pretty heavy episode for playing and watching when we get into it. Uh, There isn't a whole lot of news out there. Final Fantasy VII Remake reviews are out there in the wild now. The embargo has been lifted. Adam, you posted that earlier, so I went and checked out some of the reviews to see what it was all about. Uh, I did look up some spoilers, which aren't too spoilery because it's ostensibly... The first six hours of the original Final Fantasy VII stretched into a forty-hour-long
1: game. So, it's, yeah.
0: I don't know if there's that much to spoil, but uh,
1: there's, there's a this new thing where they're like, "Hey, you know, Final Fantasy games. Remember they were really long and they took you forever? Well, let me see what we can do about that runtime."
2: Yeah, let's just like stretch that out a little bit.
1: <laughs> you know, I think the makers knew that we would be having this problem that we did. They're like, hey, listen, they'll have forever to play the game. They won't know what to do with their time. So we'll just give them a 40-hour game. They'll be, It'll be fine.
2: Yeah, P- people will get through it in about six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: the The main problem I have with it is I don't have a PlayStation that can run this, and it only runs on PlayStation. And right now, I don't really want to be spending the money on a PlayStation just for this. But I really yeah, want to play because now's the time.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, is it now the time, or is it the time when it all comes out to do a front to back like Netflix special?
0: I uh, yeah, I do not <laughs> have that kind of time. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a contingent of but people you do out right there. Now? There's a contingent of people out there who are talking about waiting for the trilogy or whatever it ends ends up being to be completed. Uh, that being said, they just took six hours of the game and stretched it into a forty-hour game. So I guess the entire thing basically takes place in Midgar. Uh, so it doesn't take place in the outside world, and that is a massive game world from from the original. So is this going to end up being a four-part series, a five-part series? Like, what's the well, plan? Well, how here?
1: long was the first game?
0: The first game was uh, it was probably hundred hours long if you did everything, and that, and that and that might be yeah. stretching it. So because you could you could level up pretty briskly. In there. The things that would take a little bit longer were the preparations to get the final materia and level up the final materia and the Chocobo racing thing to get knights of the round so you could go and defeat uh, the weapons more easily. But uh, outside of that and the big bosses, like there wasn't a whole lot else to do uh, right before the end game. So this one, though, it sounds like they've really gone to great lengths to to flesh it out. Um, that being said, most of what happens in that game happens after Midgar. So it's crazy that, that we're looking at a 40 hour game here.
1: Wow. See, and I thought that Midgar was kind of the halfway point.
2: No,
0: <laughs> no way, no! It's like the prelude.
1: It's like the prologue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the foreplay.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, like the opening scroll for Star Wars. <laughs> that's Midgar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> proportion, proportion-wise, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <You're> oh just... <laughs> God! <laughs> so, but uh, so. man, they, and they could go to such great lengths for the rest of the game. It's going to be exciting to see what they're able to do and, and how much actually makes the translation into the new game into the new game it's just it's wild man uh, I was but anyway watching
1: some of the reviews and they were they were saying that there was a lot of good um, they were fleshing out a lot of character that didn't get flushed out in the previous game in the in, in the in the original that there's a lot of these character interactions and relationships and how they act that get flushed out that just didn't exist before so now you mm-hmm. care more about these characters and they are more concise
0: but I heard one of those characters oh, is like okay. Don Corneo's secretary. So, like, no. <laughs> do we really care? I don't know <laughs> I do Rob cares I want
2: to know all the I want all the <laughs> he wants all the, dirty deets.
1: oh my God,
0: I want the uh mini games to dress up cloud to be a little bit more in depth and i and I think they will be
1: there we, there were mini yeah. games for that,
0: well, yeah, you had to like go through challenges to get the articles of clothing and the wig to dress cloud up as the oh. uh as Don Corneo's muse.
1: Oh, I didn't know that,
0: yeah, yeah. There was like never played so. the original, so. Yeah, there was like a little squat mini game that I think you got like a belt from or something like that. There's all kinds of like crazy little crazy little games that you play to get the pieces of the outfit together. If you don't if you don't play them, Don Corneo won't choose you. So if you don't complete the ensemble, yeah. he'll choose Aerith or Tifa. But if you complete the ensemble, he'll choose you he'll choose you every time. So you can kind of dictate how, how that story plays out. Um, so <laughs> either either you're busting into the room on Don Corneo with Tifa or Aerith, or you're already in the room because you are the the one he's looking to enjoy.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, pretty bizarre. And uh, my my whole hold up with the game right now, and and I don't know. Maybe Adam, you you might have some insight on this. I, I I'm certainly scratching my head right now. I don't really understand. But so the game is out in the wild now. Basically, Square released a statement that the game was shipping, and they weren't they couldn't guarantee that it was going to arrive everywhere on time. So basically, what sure. happened? is they released a press statement but then it started showing up early in many markets but there was no longer any street dates so the game was selling from like end of March so people have had it for over a week already in some areas yeah. of North America and have already played it all the way through so that's the crazy thing and 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 you know maybe 15 20 percent of people are getting it but they have to risk going out of isolation to do it so my question then would be why didn't they just do a day like a day and date digital, release with when it started showing up in stores so if it showed up in stores march 29th release the digital march 29th the game's clearly done like it's just I bizarre that there's
1: a huge difference in uh, it's a combination of technical limitations and legal limitations so the people getting it on the street because I, I was looking at it and i saw that their initial release date was march 2nd I, that blew my mind i was thinking yeah could okay, probably for the japanese or something like that i'm assuming
0: no it was it was all it was a worldwide release
1: yeah, so that blew – that threw me right off because then immediately next to it, I see April 10th. So when is the release date? I, I'm very confused. And I Well, think it was been a it l- was
0: like March 4th or 7th like you're talking about. Then it was March 20th, and then it, and then it's April 10th.
1: Yeah, and I, I think what's going on oh, is – Bear with
0: me, guys, one second because here.
1: Because they're just as screwed as we are and probably more so, and I think there is just a lot of who knows what's going on, who knows how they're doing it. And they're making it up as they go along. And normally the the steps that everyone takes is no longer there.
0: Yeah, it was just weird that, uh, that it seems like if I want to play the game early at this point, that's predicated on me leaving self-isolation to go somewhere and get it or if i'm already at a walmart buying you know groceries as an example maybe i could pick it up there i don't know if they actually got any in or not uh but that that's the point is that like it it should be available for digital download at this point if it already is out in the wild the review embargo is already lifted why not just do the digital release now and let me download it uh so and then because what is the date today we're four days away yet yeah, it's the 6th, yeah. so it's supposed to be Friday that it drops. So now i got to wait till Friday when some people have already had it for two weeks at that point. So it's just, I don't know, it just seems like kind of a gaffe on Square's part and uh, considering how long we had to wait for this, whatever, it's four more days. But uh, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know, I kind of wanted to experience it with everyone else, and being that we're all isolated right now, that actually be kind of a good experience. But uh, anyway, at least people who are just waiting to download it or, or unable to get their, their physical copies they had pre-ordered will all be in the same boat. I think it's just a, a contingent, maybe the, you know, 10, 15 20 percent of players who actually managed to get a hold of it early and whatever we'll see what happens so yeah guys it's looking like a pretty sweet game i'm digging it the demo was amazing i played it like four times i was i was kind of obsessed with the demo when i was getting into that uh so i played it through on a couple different difficulties just to kind of get a sense of 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 how it was um i can tell you i'm probably gonna play it on on the normal difficulty rather than than the hard difficulty because the hard difficulty seemed like uh it was just really tedious like, uh, the oh. boss battle in that was just, it felt like it was, like, a half hour long on, on that mode, and it was just, like, oh, man, like, I burned through all my resources. So like old Final Fantasy. What's that? <laughs>
2: it's like old, old Screenix, because, like, think of it, um, back when it was Squaresoft and you were playing things like Legend of Dragoon, boss fights would be, like, an hour fucking ordeal. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah,
0: that's right. And yeah, you'd have to be well prepared for them in, in in advance. But now, now I'm old and I'm a little bit lazier. And honestly, I just I just want to have some fun <laughs> with it. Uh, and it's already a forty hour experience. I don't need it to be longer than that necessarily. Uh, but yeah, I I will be playing it through a hundred percent, obviously, when I do get a hold of it. Um, I was going in on the special edition. I don't know if I will anymore, uh, just because I'm getting the digital copy. So I'll I'll, I'll kind of compare the pricing digitally and see. If it makes sense, because I think you get a couple extra summons if you get the special edition of the game. So I think it comes with with a chocobo Uh, and a cactuar summon, I believe. Um, So yeah. Really? Yep. 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 Yep.
2: That's kind of annoying. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I don't like extra stuff in the in the game for pre order. Is there a way
2: to get them? Is there a way to get them post? Like, what if you get the game and then all of a sudden you decide, you know what? Actually, I'll pitch the extra. 10 bucks or whatever for these. Homes. Oh, dude, I, I think on PlayStation that... network,
0: they pretty well always package things separately, but just for slightly more money. So say if it's like $20 more for the special yeah. edition of the game altogether, they're going to charge you 25 more just to get the stuff on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Classic, classic download. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's final fantasy seven remake. That's pretty much all we know about it. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I can't wait to get my hands on it when it comes out on the 10th of this Friday. Uh, it might drop this episode on the same day, uh, I might dog it a little bit here because I just got the other episode posted up today, so we'll see. You might be hearing this as a voice from the past. Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, uh, knows? I guess we'll get into the uh, playing and watching heavy part of the conversation here because I, I just I don't think there's a lot of other big headlines going on right now. Uh, Final no, Fantasy VII away. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, actually, one thing I could talk about a little bit is uh, you guys probably heard Big Brother Canada. Uh, and wrapping up production way early. So they were only like, uh, like a month into it and they ended up wrapping up production and, uh, and just sort of like ending the game and like firing well, everyone.
1: <laughs> sure. So kind of, it was yeah, Isolation. So let's get a show together where everyone gets together in a house. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're all in the house and they don't leave it.
0: <laughs> well, but that was the thing is they were already in the house well before kind of all this began. And uh, in February, yeah. and then as it started to escalate, they ended up telling the producer sat down and told them what was going on in the outside world, and their faces were just like, like <laughs> "What the hell? Like, what the hell is going on out there? Like, it was like a parallel universe scenario they stepped into where there's like this plague outside wiping out the population or something, and uh, and they were kind You're of tripping like, out. So... over it.
2: Is this part of the show? Is this part of the? Is this a new thing for the season? Or... <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is
0: I think there was like a. Um, apocalypse theme not on big brother canada but on big brother u.s one year so it's not not terribly long ago so it's uh yeah kind of an interesting take on big brother anyway so it got bad enough out in the real world that you know obviously uh i think they're filming in ontario was what i was getting from it because they mentioned premier ford and uh shutting down non-essential businesses which all canadian provinces have done at this point the federal government has ordered it and uh as it happens Television studios uh, where they film Big Brother are non-essential businesses, so (laughs) production stopped. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Production stopped, and they were just like, "Yeah, guys, um, time to go home. We can't do anything else. We got you some plane tickets. See you later." And uh, and it was just it was a bizarre episode, maybe one like we'll never see again on Big Brother. So yeah, we have voted you
1: all out of the house. Bye.
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically that was it. And then within one day, it was all cleared out. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty wild to see. I, I, it's weird to think that even something like that, like a, like a reality show, live television production like that, can kind of be uh, affected by something like this. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it is a business, right? And if it's a non-essential business, then, well, close your doors, go You're home, out. see you later. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah.
1: yeah I, it, it, it was even a shock for me, to be fair. I, I was sitting in my office, and I, I, I basically got told that I had to lay off staff that are underneath me. And I kind of went, "Oh, we're serious about this." Oh God! Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. We've we've been through the same thing in, in our company too. It's uh, it's a tough time. I feel for everybody out there right now. It, there's a lot of uncertainty uh, just everywhere. There's nothing that's really certain from one day to the next anymore at this point, which is kind of kind of demonstrated with things like the shutdown of Big Brother production and the Final Fantasy VII remake release. I mean, this is a huge AAA title from a AAA developer that just kind of that just kind of floats out right because of the oh, yeah. conditions in the world around us and that just never happens it just doesn't in this in in the world of gaming so it's just bizarre that uh that this is kind of how things are going but it, you know it might indicate maybe just a temporary change or it might indicate a new norm um certainly the norm is going to be different you know even regarding gaming after this i mean it was already an industry that was getting you know two billion dollars a day pumped into it worldwide i mean who knows what happens now now that more people are staying in and Being more isolated and looking for things to do, I think gaming is about to see a a, a pretty substantial boost on account of that.
1: Well, it already did if you look at just the sales for New Horizon and Doom. That was, and I think that was the best course of timing for them because it was right as quarantine was hitting hard. But everyone hadn't quite lost all their money yet. Like they, they weren't starting to, they hadn't realized yet how bad off they would be. Money, so they still bought games. I'm concerned for the Final Fantasy because it's coming out at a time where people are starting to realize now, hey, this is going to go on for long enough time. I need to start conserving more. And they might not pick up the game. That's that's a concern. I mean, it's not a huge concern. Obviously, if you have to make that choice, make the right choice. The game's not that important. Get it later. But it will affect the sales of the game, I think. Oh, totally. Totally.
0: Yeah. There's no way it can't.
1: But uh, I, one thing I can say that, that has caused is my gaming habits... Are, they used to be, you know, come home from work, play the game for, you know, three-ish hours, whatever game I'm playing, and then go, you know, do my household stuff and then go to bed. Now, I tend to wake up at 3 a.m., realize I have a new design in my head for Satisfactory, get up and spend the next 13 hours designing it.
0: <laughs> Wait, you said for, uh, uh... you cut out a little bit, design an Animal Crossing? Satisfactory Oh Satisfactory satisfactory.
1: Oh my god dude you were just saying you were playing that
0: Like is that Uh, honestly
1: 13 hours Uh okay So I've had uh, let's see if I can I'm going to go on my gaming This is one benefit of of us doing this remotely I want to take a look at my Steam account here real quick So oh fucking Don't give me a download update you piece of shit Um (laughs) (laughs) So I think I bought it On I don't know Friday or something like that and I have spent more time than I—I've spent literally two full 24 hours, pretty, pretty much just playing this game. By now, no kidding, no kidding whatsoever. Good for you. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh no, it's on. Oh great, it's on the Epic Games so I might not be able to tell. Oh, I forgot. Does that track your stats? Uh, I think I'm hoping it does.
2: Uh. I'm pretty sure it does, but. I, I don't mean, know whether cert- or not you have the Certainly, visibility. they
1: have the stats. They might not show you. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Well, hell yeah, man. I know Rob. You talked about satisfactory before. That was kind of a big title for you for a while there.
2: Uh, yeah, for a bit. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's really neat being able to kind of design your own ridiculous alien planet factory. It's good times.
0: Yeah, Adam. What's the uh, what's what's the gist of it again? Just to kind of catch us up on it. So you're you're building a factory to do what?
1: So, you can think of it, I, I kind of plan it as a combination of Minecraft with Factorium. So, the idea is you start off on an, on a planet, here's your chisel, go automate a factory. So, it's all about automation, just like Factorium. Um, so, the idea is you could sit there and make a motor out of all the materials, but you need to make hundreds of motors. So, what you do is instead, when you first start off, you uh. Is it Factorio? My bad. Yeah, it's all good. Um, when you uh, you know you start off with a chisel and you're like, okay, I'm going to turn that into ingots, and you do it by hand, but you can't do that forever. So you're like, okay, well, I in order to make this other this other thing, in order to make wire, I need a bunch of wire. So instead, what I'm going to do is I create a a mining thing that automatically mines it. Okay, now I have to go and go to the miner and pick up the stuff and move it to the constructor, which turns it. Okay, well that sucks. I don't want to have to move it, so I'm going to build a a, a conveyor belt. So everything just happens. If you design it right, it just happens, and that's the idea. Is you're build you're trying to build a world. Where everything just happens. You have mining nodes that automatically come in, automatically get smelted, automatically get constructed, automatically get assembled, and then assembled again into more bigger stuff and eventually gets assembled into more and more complex things. And basically, eventually, kind of like a Minecraft thing, you have a base that's half the size of the map and it takes you 10 minutes to run from one side of your factory to the other and you're just making a bajillion computers in a second.
0: That's awesome, man. So, okay, I, I got you, I got you. So it's ever, ever increasing in terms of what the output is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it's crazy. And it's all about, um, it, it's about um, perfect, I don't want to say perfect, but it's about optimization. Yeah. So, okay, this mining node can make, can make, or can mine this much ore in this much time well it takes this much ore per minute to make these things and these things make this much per minute so you you have to program things in the right way and create conveyor belts that can go in the right order you have stacking conveyor belts to save space and it honestly becomes an art i I would say most people who play this game play it for the art
0: Okay, yeah, dude. Honestly, it it sounds like a sweet game. I and you're playing that on, uh, obviously, Epic Game Store is where that's being hosted.
1: Yeah. Um. So I've played it for 48 hours, and I've only had it for like three or four days.
0: Damn. Um, oh my god, dude! That's like your new job.
2: It honestly, it's actually. Yeah. I was gonna say it's actually coming out on uh, Steam. I think in like a couple of weeks. Wow.
1: Yeah in in May, I think they were saying they're hoping for May.
0: Well, that's sweet, so, man. That is sweet. Uh, so I, I guess we can just go ahead and get into playing and watching, since that's kind of already where we're at here. So I guess what else have you been up to other than, uh, other, other than that?
1: I got back to World of Warcraft.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: interesting, interesting. Basically, it's what games can I grind? Oh, okay. World of Warcraft's right at the top of that one.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, so what, Yeah, what, my,
1: my wife and I.
0: What's the draw there? What brought you back in?
1: Actually, uh, I think I, I don't know if I was mentioned on a previous podcast, but one of my cousins, uh, a close, close cousin of mine, who we hang out a lot, he, he's always been interested in World of Warcraft. It's not his type of game, but he's always been interested in it. And he recently, I gave him my old computer. I mentioned I bought a new computer. I gave him my old one. So he went, hey, I'll, I'll play some World of Warcraft. And I went, okay, well, I got time. So let's do this. And it started off as an experiment to see whether or not World of Warcraft is a noob friendly I can tell you that it is it it actually is pretty good for new players
0: yeah I, um, I remember get trying to get into it before and thinking that it was very friendly uh to new players getting into it and then I realized that it was You know, at the time, this was years ago, but it just felt like a more watered down, you know, standard JRPG that I was used to playing. So I just kind of went back and started playing more JRPGs again. But yeah, I think it's a very accessible game. Uh, I would think this would be a great time for people who've never really gotten into MMOs to give it a shot.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I've played a lot of MMOs and I've gotten sick and tired of uh, a lot of the ones I've played where. You jump in the game and suddenly you just get flashed with five different windows telling you 20 different things you can do, and you end up being frozen in decision. Uh, I think World of Warcraft does a good job as a new player to start you off, give you just a few decisions, and then it just sort of expands. Now, if you're a returning player, however, you will find that you will return and the game will go by the way, have you dealt with the Legion? By the way, have you dealt with Battle for Azeroth? By the way, there's Shadowlands coming out. Oh my god, here's all the choices. If you're a player returning to a previously existing character, it can be overwhelming. But if you're brand new, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What Do do you have any input, Rob? On uh, the World of Warcraft idea?
2: Hmm... No, no, pretty much like Adam's pretty much nailed it. Okay. It's just it is what it is. Cool. It's one of those things. Sweet. The
1: game hasn't changed for years, so what do you want? Yeah. Yeah, right. Like it, it,
2: it it's a good game if you haven't played it by now, I'm surprised, but sure get into it. It's definitely worth a play. But
0: What it what no what, it, what did we call it before World of Warcraft? Miss of the Fuck Boys? Was that? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last experience. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs>
0: Oh classic oh, classic Ronin geek man. All right. So yeah, what what else what else uh, lines up And you're playing and watching? Are you watching anything or basically just playing uh playing these games around the clock.
1: Rob would enjoy this. I just recently rewatched Evolution. <laughs> what? Like with David Duchovny? Uh, uh, I think that's yeah, I think that's who it is.
2: Yeah, yeah, David Duchovny. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah the Ian Reitman uh movie. Is it good? Yeah. I never saw it. It's Seriously? If you like if you like, I would argue that it's not as good as um, uh, Ghostbusters, but Ian Reitman, right? So he's the guy who made Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, it's not as good as Ghostbusters, but it's definitely in the same vein of comedy, hmm. and so it is very comical. None of it makes sense. It doesn't have to follow the rules of physics or law. Um, it, it is hilarious comedy the whole time through.
0: I've been watching stuff, but it, not so much comedy.
2: <laughs> it's one hundred percent worth it. You should go watch it for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: check it out. Yeah, Rob and I both love that movie since it first was released. It's kind of a cult classic, I think. I'd argue. But uh, I did that, and then I played my first. Oddly enough, I played my first game of. Uh, I mentioned in the past I was starting up Kill Team for forty k.
2: Yeah. I played
1: my first game yesterday. We kind of put everything on hiatus. We were all painting our models, getting ready, getting all excited, and we all had our our models getting almost there. And then all of this happened and we all kind of went, "Okay, where do we stand?" And we <laughs> it, it, it fell by the wayside and no one really brought it up again and then someone kind of went, "What about Tabletop Simulator?" And we all went, "That sounds brilliant." Um so I just played my first game on Tabletop Simulator for first time using Tabletop Simulator.
0: Was it all built out already or did you guys have to build it?
1: Um people it's it's basically, it's kind of illegal to do to a small degree, right? Because uh, Games Workshop hasn't approved their models right to be on this digital platform. So the community, it's kind of, there's a game of cat and mouse that gets done where you're allowed to make the tables all you want. You know, the digital tables with tokens, those are free to be used all the time. But what happens is you have to go and download your models, right? Your army. And you have to go and build them. Well, you go on there, you try and search it up and you... Okay, you'll find Space Marines, but then, you know, a week later, that mod pack is gone. So instead, what you have to look for are um, Sky Terrans, not Space Marines. You know, right. someone has altered, slightly altered them, so that they're not legally offensive. <laughs> okay, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. But for the most part, you will actually find exactly what you're looking for. I found exactly the models in which I have. I haven't actually had to use alternate models yet. So you generally find what you want. And you have to know the rules. All you're doing is digitally dragging models around. It doesn't play the game for you. It doesn't have any built-in logic. It's just a simulator of a table.
0: But hey, it gets the job done.
1: It's fantastic. It has some advantages and disadvantages. Rob, I think you've done it more often for you know Secret Hitler and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, there's a variety of games that uh, you pretty much have to download the not so legal version of the bookshop. <laughs> but it's 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 sad though because it's like for a lot of these games I would one hundred percent pay the uh online cost to to have those things like those assets to use. Oh for sure. Like no question about it. So I feel like they're just like leaving money on the table, which is kinda com kinda comical to say. They're leaving simulated
1: money on the simulated table. Yeah, why wouldn't they just come well, out with the
2: digital so version money. every time
0: for that? Like a
2: license. Uh one. some some do. Oh, okay. Someday. Okay.
1: Huh. Weird. Yeah, I find a lot of the newer board games slash party games tend to be on there. Um, Secret Hitler, the Battlestar Galactica board game. There's a lot of common board games that are on there, especially the newer ones. It's a few that still hold out. I think Games Workshop is notorious for holding out on. They really don't want digital. To, yeah. Yeah, they they really don't want to mess with uh, their what they think is their best revenue stream, which is the physical models. You know what? No. Go digital. You'll make a lot more money.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I feel that way too.
1: Sweet. All right.
2: I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't.
0: (laughs) Cool. So Kill Team's down. Anything else?
1: No, I think that's it. I've been rewatching The Witcher. Oh, uh, I finished the last Legend of Korra with Amanda, so she has now done all of the Avatar series. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah, she she very much likes it. She had the same feeling, I think, that most people do, which was the last season was a bit rushed, and that's because their budget was dwindling.
0: <laughs> Wait, she got the oppo for finishing uh, Avatar. What did she get for finishing Korra?
1: Uh, we just finished it the other day, and I don't really know what to get her. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> There's... A
2: sweet hap for the oppo? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, there there really isn't any known major thing for Korra that's like that. Like, they, you know, the classic cute plushie. Right. So,
2: oh, I can yeah, get her man.
1: Oogie, but that's just Appa with boogers, so. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. That'd be easy to do, though. It would be. It would be.
2: I mean, get another Appa and sneeze.
0: <laughs> cool. So, Rob, do you want to go or should I go? Go for it, sweet. Um, well, we already talked about everything that's been kind of going on. Animal Crossing, we missed our, our sort of, I don't know, review on it last week, if you call it, had a discussion on it because of the
1: technical issue. That is my fault, and, and I apologize. Tom Nook
2: did not, <laughs> we'll probably not allow us to play it. Tom Nook <laughs>
1: didn't like the fact that we were making, we were telling <laughs> truths. He's like, This is this shit's got a cut, they can't be speaking these truths. <laughs>
0: there was a lot of Tom Nook jokes in there too I think but yeah it's just the audio was so bad from my end it, your this was fine mine was so bad for that first portion so I just ended up cutting it out uh, so that's all me that's all my bad we're not really going to discuss it again here but yeah I have been heavily playing Animal Crossing still along with some super, super Smash Brothers getting back into that a little bit having some Ooh. fun but... lots of new characters man that I never got to use before so I'm really enjoying those uh, Terry from SNK Fighting Games is, is, is he's a guy with the Sort of red vest and and red and white baseball like trucker cap. He's sweet, yeah. so he's a, he's a little bit slower than the other fighting characters, but he's uh like the hand to hand combat characters. But he's pretty strong and has got some good uh, finishing moves. Anyway, so I've been playing that. Uh, definitely getting back into Orna because the tier ten characters have been out for a few weeks now, and and I'm really just trying to grind my way through raids up to level two twenty five so I can get my <laughs> tier ten evolution, which I'm looking forward to. As well, so yeah, I've been uh, pretty active in Orna again uh, for the first time in a while. I, w- I was playing a little bit on vacation too, but uh, there wasn't much to do down there other than raids because there was a lot of high level players. Orlando's like ridiculous for high level players. There's so many who are based down there, and not uh, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe not.
1: What happened then? They're oh, all yeah, just yeah. the old people in Florida. Cause- Florida is just all a bunch of old people. All they have time to do is sit at their old folks' home and play Orna. That's just all they do. That's why they're so good.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it was about that market, man, but I went down there and and we were kind of joking in one of the Facebook Orna groups going down. I was like, hey, any high-level players down there? And all the guys were like, nope, nobody down there. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And I get down there and it turns out every single player is like 10 levels ahead of me, minimum. <laughs> so I was like, okay, <laughs> well, that's weird, but whatever. So so I tried to leave my mark down there. It didn't do too much. And uh, I did take Magic Kingdom, uh, so I I I don't know if I still hold it or not I'd have to try and find what those areas are called down there But yeah, I took Magic Kingdom when I was there Would have taken more, but I was just uh, driving a lot Anyway, so uh, I'll definitely play more of that And I did watch Season 3 of Ozark I don't know, if did you guys
1: happen to see that? Or are you into Ozark?
2: Not yet no. I gotta catch up. I've am I'm actually only finished
1: season one. Yeah, yeah I gotta I, go back for a second. That's one thing I think Orna is missing is a website that shows you all the zones on, like, a Google Maps type thing.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It, like, I don't know if the idea is that they're not clearly defined or, like, or, or they change in size or scope. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. So, like, I so from where I sit at home, I can actually view uh, a little screen that will will tell me, like, how many unclaimed areas are near me. And I have no idea, like, what like where what increment are. of distance that is, uh, you know, in terms of I think me, it would but... be
1: really cool to have a Google Earth map with all the different areas. And you could kind of – kind of like they do with EVE Online where – you can sort of filter it through, see who who of what player owns what, and see who of what clans own exactly. what.
0: Exactly, the kingdoms would be the sweet one because all of my areas just get kind of grouped in with my kingdoms. Uh, it would be really cool to be able to see a heat map though of like, or, or even like a colored breakdown map of like where all the kingdoms are reigning. It, that'd be really really sweet. Because uh, yeah. so in area Windsor where mm-hmm. I live, like I've taken it down in South Windsor area, I've taken like. Everything like it's just it's mine like I, I and, and I'll fight to get it back if I have to and uh, it's because I'm down here all the time so uh, yeah man that, that's the cool thing about Orta is just the the back and forth part of it but you're right there's really no interactive map yet. Um and and strangely I don't think anyone's even I've looked I've dug around on the Reddit's and stuff I don't think anybody's like sort of picked it apart yet to try and figure out how to create one similar to what's happened with like uh you know like Pokemon Go is an example mm-hmm. uh, nobody's really done it yet so a little bit
1: strange yeah I think it'd be really cool because you could then have I could imagine a clan going hey. By the way, there's an area over here that we need to take. Who's in that area? Go get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you might also be able to strategize and say like, hey, well, obviously it's a, it's a you know it's a mage holding that area, so maybe send in another mage, right? Like, so you can kind of strategize about who does it. But right now, there's just no strategy. It's if you're in an area and you can beat the guy the the guy or gal who holds it, it's yours and that's it. And uh, and then some of my areas, man, if I don't travel back to them for some time, uh, you end up ghosting, which drops your level like. 25% in that area. So somebody else can take it. And man, I've been oh. thrashed out East cause I'm, I'm used to traveling out in like, you know, Hamilton, Toronto, you know, uh tri cities area out there. And <laughs> I've lost like everything out there, but I've picked up some <laughs> areas around here that are a little bit more far flung that pretty much won't ever be taken from me by anyone because they're so far flung. So I, I've kind of balanced oh, it out that way uh, and even done a little bit better. So anyway, yeah, that's Orna, uh, Ozark season three guys. Um, God damn! like this show just gets better and better every season season one was all right i enjoyed it season two was better um but not like clearly better it was just a little bit better like the the, the some of the characters who just weren't as good weren't there in season two from season one and in season three guys th- this is like Breaking Bad level quality now, like it's it's stupid good. Like I was really really surprised by Ozark
1: season three. What's I this all be... about? What is Ozark about? It's a it's oh, ostensibly a
0: Breaking Bad story. It's uh, it's uh, a family, I, I guess. Rob, what's what's the guy? What's his job before he like keeps the books for some large yeah organization? So
2: they do yeah. He does like the financing and whatnot for this organization, and ends up having to. He ends up owing, um, through indirect means, the, essentially a, a mob boss a bunch of money. Yeah. And so he has to make it back by laundering his money.
0: And, uh, ah. and, and, the thing is, is he's like a, he's like some kind of like money genius. Like the ways he figures out how to like move money around and and to launder it and and to get legitimate businesses going to do the laundering for him. Like and then, and and then all of the posturing, obviously, because there's different mob bosses involved, and some of them are cartels, and and it's just, dude, it's 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 awesome. Like it's I think this season, though, just. There were some characters introduced. I don't know you got did you guys ever see Iron Fist back when it was on Netflix? Oh, God, yeah. I think
1: I wiped that from memory.
0: So the guy who played yeah, um <laughs> oh and I'm trying to think of his name offhand, not not the main guy, but the kind of slick back hair guy who was kind of uh oh his brother, yeah, yeah, his his like adoptive brother or whatever. so he was actually in it uh in season three and his his role, his name's Tom Pelfrey, the actor, and uh, I could tell you from Iron Fist, you wouldn't know this guy can act. You wouldn't know it. Um, because the character was so poorly written, but he was in season three of Ozark as, as one of the family members. And, oh my God, this guy put up maybe one of the best television performances I think I've ever seen. Like, I I just, I don't, it was unbelievable, like this guy and and how he did in it and, uh, and just the character arcs and, and, and where they took the story in this season and, and, and the tension and man, like it just... Uh, honestly it's it's I'd put it up against any season of breaking bad. Like it was that good. Um interesting. I'll yeah. have to give it a shot. Man, it's it's,
2: good, it's a good show. You'd probably like it. Shoo.
0: man. Yeah. So it's it's definitely worth watching all the way through just to kind of see the ramp up to get to where they're at now because man, the stakes just keep getting higher and higher and higher and, and the and the strokes keep getting broader and broader, right? With what has to happen to keep things moving. So it's uh definitely expanding on itself and building on itself in 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 ways that are really cool uh narratively and the acting in it is just insane man i i just i can't believe like uh like laura linney is that her name so she's one of the mains in it so her performance in this season is is just absolutely insane man like i i'm just blown away by it so um yeah anyway got to check out ozark season three i'll stop talking about it now because i don't want to spoil anything but hell yeah (laughs)
1: It was so good. I,
2: so you'd love it. I feel
1: it. like I should add in, Rob, you, we were talking the other day. I, I did watch Avenue 5. Oh, you did? Yeah, I love it. I
2: haven't finished it yet. Okay, I only got the first I, I three. I I, know, I, I knew you'd love it. I knew you would love it.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's it's all about... As uh, much as
2: you love it, though, Alex is going to love it way more.
1: Well, oh, probably, yeah. You should definitely watch <laughs> Avenue 5. It, there was is, there is another show that I got I to gotta find the name of it that I liked even more. But um, Ave, do you know what, about Avenue 5, Alex?
0: Yeah, you guys didn't we talk about
1: it on here before? Yeah, I think briefly. We, yeah, yeah, briefly. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the guy from House, and that's yep. really all you need to know because it's his. It's not quite House; it's incompetent House, but it's absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, whatever his accent slips, it kills oh, me. Oh, it's
1: great that that actor's phenomenal. The fact that he's practiced the American accent so well that he can just jump back and forth so quickly, it's absolutely amazing
2: and crisply yeah
1: yeah i don't and mean nice. of the best parts i don't even notice they keep bringing they keep bringing it up in the show that he's switching accents but i don't actually <laughs> notice it because it's so cleanly done
2: yeah no it's it's really good definitely watch alex definitely watch alex.
1: oh
0: no i'll check it out for sure cool so what, what have you been up to rob
2: oh god okay so um just quickly talking touching on this uh mages of Mistralia. i've been playing a little bit of that how is it um, it's good. It's interesting. It's not usually my kind of game. But it, uh, actually, I've been... <laughs> I think I compared it to kind of like Banjo-Kazooie, like that kind of era game. But like with like like a magic twist to it. Yeah, rare, that's,
0: the that's rare definitely rare. kind of how I was seeing it.
2: Yeah. It's, for what it is, it's actually fun. It is really well done. The ability to use your uh, block to actually counter projectiles things like that and timing your attacks between that and moving around and kind of like forming the world with like the different kind of like platform spells that you can make it's it's pretty interesting there's some pretty neat stuff you can do in it
0: yeah i'll give a shout out actually so that came uh got got the code off of a contest that uh and this this uh uh gentleman uh andre ran on um His page on Facebook called Yokoso Otaku Gaming, and he does, like, live stream gaming. Uh, Anyway, I've been kind of watching some of his streams. He does, like, you know, Shin Megami Tensei, uh, you know, uh, Final Fantasy, stuff like that. So I've been kind of watching some of his streams. Anyway, we connected on there, and uh, I ended up winning uh, a code off of the... uh, off of a contest they were doing a watch contest so anyway uh very 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 cool guy very nice page go and check it out that's yoko suotaku gaming i'll link it in the show notes for this one just so people can pop right in there but uh yeah definitely if you're into uh game streaming and maybe getting a little bit tired of the uh twitch slash mixer format i think i think the facebook format is a little bit more watered down it's pretty straightforward but you know what it works and people are having a lot of success there because uh, there's fewer people streaming gaming on facebook than there are on those other places so hint hint wink wink if you're looking to stream so sorry man i didn't mean to hijack you
2: no it's fine no it's it's good to talk about uh outside of that i mean the big uh name right now in digital download i'd argue is mountain blade 2 uh <laughs> they just kind of like we're just going to drop this game now because everyone's waiting for it. So
1: And everyone needs it.
2: Yeah. And uh, so the, it went into early access and it's pretty much, um, if you ever played Mountain Blade Warband, Bannerlord is the same thing, but with better graphics and mechanics. And that's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's it? That's all we've done really is...
2: Well, new map, new units, things like that. Like the, the general scheme of just everything is fitting a new era. Um, but like i mean ultimately that's exactly what the game is and that's exactly what people i think wanted was just that game with updated mechanics so that the modding community can come in and make like skyrim levels of like crazy shit so
1: they just gave up they they've they learned the skyrim style which is we're gonna make a base game and everyone else will make it a real game
2: well i'm not sure if they've um come to those terms yet but i think that it doesn't matter what terms they come to (laughs) uh the game is gonna facilitate what the game facilitates ultimately phenomenal phenomenal game even though it's in early access i would 100 percent endorse picking it up uh there's no game out there like it
1: no i i know that mount the original was highly loved i've never actually played it and it's been advised to me many, many times from many, many different people, and I just haven't. It's never been on the. I don't want to say it's never been on the radar, but it's just never been high enough on the radar.
2: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I would really, really suggest you getting it because I think that you'll just get hours and hours and hours of endless entertainment out of it. What but, kind of I game? Mean, even...
1: how, how would you describe it by mixing other games type thing?
2: Okay, so imagine um, you're playing Dynasty Warriors. Okay. Okay. In playing Dynasty Warriors, you know that there's, like, giant armies that clash. This game, you start off as the hero character with no army, but you can go to towns and recruit soldiers, and you have to make sure, like, you feed them and you pay them, which is actually very, very simple. It's just, like, a, a daily amount comes out of your pocket, and... You need food to yep. survive, so you buy food periodically. And you start slowly snowballing your army into something bigger and bigger. And then you go from, like, hunting down bandits uh, to going to, like, where whole fiefdoms are going to war. And then whole, like, kingdoms are going to war. It it gets pretty oh, nuts. Oh, it's cool. So it kind of it yeah, scales. Yeah, it scales massively. Like, you'll end up with, like, whole formations of, like, horse archers and, like, a bunch of infantrymen and you can command them all separately.
1: So are you fighting as, you know, someone else's no, hired mercenary or your, your group own type character?
2: Thing? You can pledge your allegiance to whichever kingdom you want to or none and just take it all for yourself. Like, yeah, it's like oh, nice. it's okay. the imagine playing like the open RPG version of Dynasty Warriors.
1: Oh, in that that you, that's and you, okay. And you and you mechanics.
2: So like, you know, setting up your two-handed sword or your one-handed sword or like a bow, whatever. Um, there's whole RPG mechanics built into your character and your army. It's pretty, it's fun. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I'll have to give that a shot. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I, oh yeah, that's I, cool. I haven't tried a lot of Dynasty Warriors, but I, I got into it when I played the Hyrule Warriors, and I think I'm ready for more Dynasty let me, Warriors. Sorry, let
2: life. me make a small amendment. The combat style is closer to chivalry, if you've ever played it. Okay, so directional swinging.
1: Okay. S- so if you swing... swing to the right, your character right. will swing to the right.
2: If you like, when you click to do your attack, you'll swing your mouse a bit.
1: Oh, uh, oh. Okay. So so kind of like uh, like a Skyrim, except you have to swing with your yeah, mouse to get different exactly.
2: angles. But it's but you once oh, you figure it out, it's like it's very intuitive. It's not it's nothing you'll ever trip over. Okay. Yeah, it, it, nice. It, it's one of the most natural swinging mechanics i've ever played
1: it's not closer to the what what's what's that game for honor it's not like that kind of swinging
2: um no not particularly it's it it's a little similar but it's a that's a bad example i would not use that example
1: (laughs) okay fair enough don't use it don't use it bad example yeah no (laughs) avoid (laughs) it avoid it go the, (laughs) the comparison of saying
2: um skyrim but with directional swinging that's probably the most accurate
1: okay that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like the, I like yeah. that
2: concept, and it's it's a lot of fun, and you're gonna have a lot of highs and lows. Let me let me tell you that now, <laughs> because there's gonna be times <laughs> where you're gonna like, oh yeah, I've got like twenty cavalry, my guys are like tier three, they're doing really good. I got a couple tier four guys, and then like five groups of sea raiders will just descend upon you as you're chasing one of them. <laughs> then all of a sudden, like three more will come to the woodwork, and oh yeah, the AI is smart enough; they'll just gang up on you. So they would they go that's from right. running? That's <laughs> great. Away from you to running at you, and if you're not fast on the mouse, you're fucked. Because <laughs> all of a sudden now you're twenty awesome. cavalry are going up against forty angry guys in scale mail with axes,
1: <laughs>
2: and then oh, like twenty great. more archers, and it's like, oh well, I guess I'm fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of chatter about that one online. It's definitely uh, picking up in popularity yeah. right now.
2: Yeah, for for good. It's a good quarantine game, I guess. Yeah, when you can't see anybody else, you can try and conquer the world.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's that's a good, that's a great slogan. <laughs> uh,
2: but I mean, outside of that, uh, which has been phenomenal, it uh, has been dipping my toes in Borderlands Three. Um, nothing worth talking about yet. Not to say anything bad about the game. That's not it. It's just I haven't gotten far enough to actually talk about it yet. Um. Hmm.
1: Fair enough. Well how how long ago did it release? I don't know.
2: A couple like about a month I or so you're... ago.
1: Yeah, it's only released yeah. like a month ago. So Oh, for PC you mean? <laughs> no, I mean in general. It... Oh. Was it Borderlands it... three yeah, you're saying? Just Yeah. Oh. Well, so he's not, he's not catching on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was only a, it was it was I'm exclusive not, I'm not for a long. On. Now it's no longer exclusive. Oh, yeah. okay. Um outside of that gotcha. um some endless legend. And, uh, yeah, Battlefront 2, been playing the Ewok a lot. All I do is run around blowing the horn (laughs) with, like, two other Ewoks in my party, and then we'll go gank Vader with a bunch of bows and spears.
0: That's... To be honest, Battlefront
2: 2 has gone from one of the most heinous games at release to, like, one of the most amazing games to play with your friends. Really? It did a complete
0: 180. Ah, it... Does does it do any crossplay?
2: Um, I don't think so. Sadly, otherwise I would be I would be oh, hammering different. you with a call like every other night, being like, "All right, let's do it." I've got an <laughs> hour and a I've got, <laughs> got an so hour pretty, and a half. It sounds sweet. Like get your ISB gloves on. I at least need to see if it's on sale. Oh, it's.
0: Oh, I actually downloaded. Uh... Speaking of of games that are good for the uh, um. Quarantine. I actually downloaded Fallout seventy six and I haven't even fired it up
2: Probably yet. Probably with good reason. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. it's, well, it's only 76. like twenty five bucks. Uh, so I was like, okay. Well, oh. gonna try it. Actually it's not worth that at
2: all. Uh I think so. F- find out, let me know. If it's all, if it's that cheap, yeah, I'd yeah, no, it it's
0: it's it was on sale, and the the thing you pay monthly for, if you choose to pay the monthly fee, is for like uh, extra packs of items that you get in the game, and then being able to run oh, your yeah, own server. Uh, so as long as you don't mind jumping in on whoever's server or a public server, then then yeah, it's worth it for twenty five bucks. Wait,
1: so, Fallout seventy six? I thought it was an MMO. It,
2: it's a pseudo MMO. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, it's a pseudo pseudo MMO. So there, it I, wasn't
2: I even you know, a
1: real MMO. It was more like a like a. I don't even know, like a yeah. Minecraft server-style yeah, MMO? That... Oh, that's not an MMO. You yeah, can't that, call it an that, MMO. That
2: heard... title's been taken a long time ago, man. You...
0: I heard you can solo it, can. so I I think yeah. it's... uh, Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, so I'll play a bit and see if it really pans out for me or not. I'll let you know, but yeah, for, for 25 bucks, man, and I'm a huge Fallout fan, I just haven't got to play this one, I'm like, well, I think it's fair to give it a shot for $25. bucks. we will see what yeah. happens.
2: Um... <laughs>
1: I'm just expecting your response to be, yeah, it wasn't worth 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Could very well be the
2: outcome. But, uh, I mean, outside of that, though, <laughs> the one thing I'm actually really psyched about, I'm kind of waiting on, is Darkest Dungeon is getting DLC. Have you oh, seen oh, this? Yeah. No shit. Uh, yeah, it's a new DLC. Is called, what's it? Hold on a second. PVPs. Yeah, it's PvP. is what it is. It's the Butcher's Circus. That's it, the Butcher's Circus. And it's player versus player it's getting yeah. PvP? yeah i am huh. excited wild i'm hoping it
1: i haven't seen how does it it's work it's just Rob? one like, do you one party versus the other so you you just challenge another party and that and that's it there's no dungeon it, you have to crawl through before not you to my
2: knowledge other, no it's, it's like just that. like it's a it's a pit good luck
1: oh my god so, <laughs> but here's oh the thing my right god. is that
2: it actually interacts with the single player game i guess somehow but like you don't have to sacrifice your party like, there's some kind of weird mechanic there. I got to figure out what it is. Maybe they are separate, but I don't think they are. I'm interested oh in seeing God, it. That's crazy. It, oh, that it'll be, be fun. No, I don't think you lost anybody. And either way, the, the audio files will sync up. Hello. Uh, but yeah, no.
0: There'll be a recording of me yelling, hello, <laughs> hello. Like, I'll, I'll have to mute when I get <laughs> to the will post. Edit out. <laughs> oh,
2: man. <laughs>
0: Definite edit. In
2: any case, though. But I mean, yeah, oh, outside man. of that, not a lot else to talk about at the moment. Uh...
0: Yeah, actually, uh, cool cool thing regarding Disney Plus too that we should mention is well, I, I guess in part because of everything going on in the world, but uh, so some things had released early. In fact, Onward, uh, which is Pixar's new film from Disney, yes, right. actually released early on Disney Plus. Uh, so I watched it this weekend. It's a pretty good flick. I'd recommend checking it out uh, for for guys like us who are into the fantasy stuff. I think you guys would have a, an appreciation for it. It definitely plays on uh, some D and D tropes, which is pretty cool. Uh, I, I think you guys would dig it. So definitely a pretty pretty solid flick uh coming from Pixar this time around. So yeah, check that out. And then uh, I think Frozen 2 is on there. They're just they're dumping everything on there right now, man. Yeah. Uh because of uh people not going to theaters. So it's pretty
1: wild. Oh, and they know it. It's it's both good of them and smart of yeah. them.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm just glad we're finally getting some value back for freaking subscribing. <laughs> so there's been nothing <laughs> since Mando. So,
2: Oof, Cannot wait for Mando. Apparently, Versio isn't in it now. Who? Oh my god, go play Battlefront 2. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh single player mode. Yeah, main yeah. character. Also the main Sweet. character in uh a book the book as well. Uh actually it's all voiced by the same Sweet. actress too. Yeah. Oh yeah? And I think she's the one who's actually playing I the character, it. which is good because it's been her character from the beginning. Do
0: I own Battlefront two? I might actually own that game. Now I have to go. Like the find new out. one. The new hmm. Battlefront. Yeah, well I mean like new was in yeah. like two years ago, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I own it.
2: Yeah, then yeah, go play it. How have you not played single player? Single player is a game. Oh, I'll check it out.
0: Sweet. Well, I, I guess that's kind of it for uh this episode, unless you guys got anything else to toss out there.
2: Nope. Just more just more scolding. No,
1: I don't think so. <laughs>
0: All right. But hey, we got about an hour out of it, so it'll be a pretty solid episode. I'll drop it in a few days here. Well, that's it for episode 84 of, of Quarantine Road to Geek Official Podcast. Uh, we'll be back uh, probably next week with some more content. We'll see if something happens between now and then to kind of drive the conversation. In the meantime, uh, enjoy Hopefully your Hopefully we got some Final yeah. Fantasy talk. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, big time because uh, we'll, be, we'll be doing that starting on Friday and uh, at least – and, uh, honestly, just uh, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy, and, uh, and yeah, make sure to check out our YouTube because we got a lot of good new content going on there. i got a series I've started on there called Coming to the West, which offers a bit of a retrospective on Japanese titles that come to North America. Sometimes there's a bit of a story there, uh, so I like to examine the history and, and the players behind the game. Uh, behind creating creation of the game and also the cultural impact of some of these titles as well, particularly around Final Fantasy VII, which was the first episode I did. I think that's going to be very, very heavily about the cultural impact compared to others. But at anyway, some point that's... you got
1: to take a look at Chrono Trigger.
0: Chrono Trigger would be so much fun actually and, and that would be a good tie in for Final Fantasy 7 just because so many of the people who worked on Chrono Trigger went on to do Final Fantasy 7 so uh, yeah. I, I think it would be a, a good one to do as well Cool, but yeah guys anyway that's all I got for today so uh, enjoy your weekend and uh, I guess I'll talk to you next yeah. week thank you all